frontier. Larson, always oh, in. Hendrik Larson! That is sensational! Lambert! What a way to settle it! Nakamura! It's Tom Rogge! This is Celtic Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Welcome to Celtic Daft. You're, I'm going to say, patron only one, but we're, we're on the main feed now, Chris. Celtic Daft, how you doing, mate? Oof, promotions. Promotions, mate. All right, aye. How are you? Ah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Um, so, as everybody knows who has listened to this, now we are on the main feed of Football Daft. This is Celtic Daft, so you can catch us every single week talking about Celtic in a lot bit more detail. Um, we've been off for a couple of weeks, so obviously we had the, the old firm game, so we've done Rangers and Celtic Daft combined, um, and then we had a week for international, so we've been away, away for a bit. Celtic have been off duty, so we've been off duty as well. Um, but we're back now, mate, we're back talking about the Celtic. Um, so, we will move on to the first game that we've got to talk about since coming back. It was Ross County the weekend. I'm going to ask you, did you see the game? I did, mate. Right. Watched the whole game. Thank God for that, because I never... I was a transmit. So, for, for once, it's me that's not seen the game, so you can talk me through it. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Um, um, what do you want to know? Obviously, going into the game, mate, it's the first game back after the transfer deadline. So, we've lost Edward, we've lost Christie. Um, obviously we lost Ayer so it was earlier in the window so it's been quite a kind of difficult window for us but we did bring in quite a few players um, we obviously brought in Jota we brought in the big Greek boy now you've going to attempt it um, the name and a couple other ones as well so what was your what was your thoughts going into this game were you looking for a kind of decent performance for the boys obviously Carter Vickers as well sorry centre back I, I was that's exactly what I was looking for I was looking for a bit of a you know, a response after the Rangers game. Um I think we got it. It was it wasn't as <laughs> what would you say? It wasn't as emphatic a response as mm-hmm. as you would have wanted. Um there's something missing there, mate. I'm telling you now. Uh, yeah, he's not good enough. He's not good enough. He doesn't offer anything outside the box. And I know that he's a striker and he's there to score goals and he scored two goals, but I seen a stat today that he only had 15 touches in the full 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he offers nothing else to the team. He offers nothing for hold up play, anything at all. So he's he's not good enough. And I think if we hopefully the big Greek guy gets to full fitness, big Yakimakis gets to uh, full fitness quickly because if Kyo goes out for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. then we are going to struggle. I'll tell you that now. It's funny, people always say that about, you know, a, a striker, if they get the goals, does it really matter? But I think we've seen over the last, well, last couple of years with, with Edward, for example, he was getting goals. You said before he was top goal scorer in the league for us last season, despite him having a, a poor season, is what we said. Um, but we do need something a bit more for that, that kind of focal point. And I think we've seen what we can get from a guy like Kyogo leading that line. And then to drop down to a Yeti, I think you do notice that massive drop, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, the, the, 
people always say levels, and you can just tell that Kyogo's operating on a, a much higher level than a Yeti. Mm. Um, don't get me wrong, I, I hope the guy scores as many goals as possible, you know what I mean? But I just think that he's, his overall play is not at the level that we're needing with this new system. Because it's you know he's not he's not dropping deep he's not picking the ball up or anything like that. Before he before he kind of fell out of the team last season he was offering a lot more running the channels and stuff like that. So I don't know what exactly's happened to him um, since then, but he's not looking like the same player. He looked he looked half decent in pre-season though. You know, uh, who will be playing? No, but I, I mean, and t- what I was going to say on that is I know you can obviously look kind of really good against kind of lower opposition and. In preseason, but he actually looked like he'd been working on his fitness during the summer. You know, he came back looking a bit leaner. Um, he scored a couple of goals in preseason, and we thought, right, this this is okay. You know, we've got somebody here that could potentially take over for Edward because he was playing quite well. But it just never really came too much. No. It's, it's disappointing as well because I, I think he's the sort of player that doesn't fits and starts. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like you get, he, he's not consistent, but he'll score like six goals over four games and then he'll go ten games without doing anything. Yeah. And that's not what we need. You know, like I said, we're, the system that we're playing just now, it, it asks us to attack all the time and we need to be scoring as many goals as possible. You know, so um, he's not he's not the right man for that job, I would think. couple of other performers in this game, a couple of debuts as well. Um, we'll start with Jota as well. Got him deadline day. We tricky winger. Um, is it you that said on his his YouTube highlights made him look tremendous as well, um, as they always do. Um, what did you make of him? I will take. I think it will take him time to adapt um, to the Scottish game. Um, but there was wee glimpses of what he could do on Saturday and. I, I think I think he'll be a good addition. Um, is like like I said before, as long as he fits into the system, because that's the main thing. We should be buying players to fit a system, not bending a system around the players that we've got. You know, that's I think that's a uh, a lot of what went wrong last season mm-hmm. was we were we were shoehorning players in when they maybe shouldn't have been there. You know, so I um. Jota, I think, looks like a looks like a talent. Um, he's up for it. He's fast. He's got great control. Um, he he miscontrolled the ball once in the whole game, but he done a wee bit of jiggery pokery down at the corner flag. And if it had have come off, it would have been on one of the ones that was on Soccer AM and all that. It was it, looked, it, it was a wee bit reminiscent to what Ryan Kent done to Craig Taylor last year. Mm. But I just it just never quite come off. But uh, he looks like he's no fear to, to have a go at players. He he was trying to go by players, he was cutting inside and outside, which is something that we've missed, you know, um for a while. We've we've had players that are happy to go to the byline, um, but not many tend to cut in. Now we've got uh, Abada and Jota who both look like they're happy to cut inside and have a go. And I think Greg Taylor is starting to adapt a lot more. Obviously, he's picked up that injury, but mm-hmm. he's starting to adapt a lot more to the system. He's coming in the field as the as the inverted wing back. I mean, for quite a lot of the game on Saturday, he was in the centre of midfield, which is obviously how Andrews wanted him to play. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, 
like it was I he had a he had a much better game and but I think he's a kind of the same as a Yeti where he has a wee burst of good games and then he'll have an absolute honking run for a while, you know. Right. So it used to give me the absolute fear at the start of the season when I watched this. Um and you could see Ange wanting the, the wing backs to be playing kind of central. But they seem to have taken to it, they seem to be working quite well. Um obviously yeah, like yeah, I said, mate. Danovich was pretty good as well. Well, that's that's the other guy I was going to come on to the next. I was going to ask about his performance because um, obviously all my knowledge of this game comes from watching sports scene. So I haven't seen the full game. I've seen the highlights and the clips, but Juranovic looked very, very good going down that right-hand side. He was, he was bombing it back and forward. Was it as good for the full game as it was from the highlights? It was, well, there was a lot of... Um, the, the play between him and Abada was... You can tell that they could potentially be a good link up, you know. Um, so you had, you had that, but he, he was doing reflection tricks as well. And there was one point he was in the corner and he had three defenders around him, and the ball came to him and he done a he done a back heel like a a mid air back heel volley kind of thing, and took the three players out of the game with one move. So I uh, he, he looked good. I think Ralston's more used to the the system. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's currently maybe a wee bit more suited to it, but I think Juranovic is going to be a good signing for us, definitely. And the, the other debutant in this one, Cameron and Carter Vickers, um, signed for Catholic, you know, sorry, sorry, Spurs, they got him for <laughs> deadline day, late one. Um, got a goal, I mean, it was a bit a bit, a bit lucky, but you know, if you don't take your chances, they don't, you're not going to score goals. Nothing lucky, it, Nothing lucky about it, mate. Nothing lucky about it. He's seen the guy, he, he, the. The angles lined up in his head, and he thought, "If I hit this half, him, it's going right into the top <laughs> corner." So, um, do you know what? He was sawed. He never put a foot wrong, mm-hmm. and he's no fear to tackle either. He nearly put one of the um, one of the Ross County boys into the fucking stand in the first half with a tackle. So, and the, the ref never gave a free kick for it, which was. He's um. Just watch. Also, I've never actually watched him playing before until until I watched this game the other day. He, he's a lot stockier than I thought he was. I, I thought he was going to be like quite tall, and I'm going to say tall manky, but I, I always thought he'd be a, kind of a big boy. But he's he's kind of short, but built like a brick shit house. Ah, he's built like Taz. He's tremendous, man. He's uh, well, he, he played really well. I'm I'm not going to jump off a deep end and say that we're hmm. finding new fucking Virgil van Dijk or anything like that, but. I was well impressed and you could tell that him and Hart together was organising the defence much better because Starfield had a great game as well. Um, and I was going to ask that, you know, I, I get told that Starfield had a decent game um, when I was at Transmitter the weekend and I thought, bit of a shock, I wasn't sure because I hadn't seen the team beforehand, so I was asking who was playing alongside him um, and I found that it was Starfield. What- I, was, I, was a wee bit, I was a wee bit sad for Stephen Welsh because... I don't think he's really done anything wrong. All right, there was maybe the goal in, against Alkmaar, right? Fair enough. But that was just a freak occurrence. That yeah. Starfield's kind of had one big, oh, you fucker moment in every single game that he's played so far, which is, you know, Stephen Welsh has had one mistake. You could maybe uh, call him out for the, the goal for Hellander at the game. You know, he's... but. Both Starfield and him together, Starfield's 
looked the more ropey. So I was quite surprised that uh, Ange dropped Welsh for um, for Carter Vickers because it, if I had have been the manager, and I think if if ninety nine percent of the Celtic fans uh, would agree with me, if you had to pick what one was getting dropped between Welsh and Starfield, it would have been Starfield going by the previous um, performances. See, I thought that maybe Welsh was carrying a bit of a niggle, which is what I had I had heard. I didn't know for definite. Um, mm. that he was kind of a bit of an ego, so he didn't want to risk him for it because, like you say, I think the majority of folk would have had Welsh in ahead of Starfelt in this one just to because he's been the more solid defender. Aye, we'll see, so but we'll, we'll see how that one goes going forward. Hopefully, I mean, personally, I'd like to see Welsh playing honestly, Carter Rickers. I, I think he has been a better defender for us. I would um, like to see the three of them playing together at centre half. Well, that as well, you know, going with the kind of 3 5 2 that we've played before. Mm-hmm. Um, be interesting to see our 3-5 what, one one or whatever you want, to, you want to do with that Abada I wanted to ask you about Abada because um, that was one that I got told immediately after the game uh, he was shite and I was like oh he must have a bad game or something like that but I watched the highlights I don't think he was actually that bad no but, I thought it was a decent game to be honest with you Posse uh, assisted with one of the goals as well could have had three in the first half yourself I, yeah, we hit the bar. Um, keeper made a decent save, put one on a side netting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he had a decent game, and I I don't know who it is that you've been talking to that said he was shite because he wasn't. It was just like I said that it's as if him and Juranovic are just trying to get their get their kind of partnership together. If you know I'll, what I mean. Mate, so, I'll tell you exactly who it was. It was Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's banned. Scott's so bands to the show. No, I, 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 you know, you're going to need to remember when Juranovic is coming in at that side, it's not just Juranovic that's playing with a new partner. You know what I mean? It's Abada as well. So it might take them a couple of games to get on the same wavelength, but no, I still, I'm still liking what I'm seeing for Abada. Um, so fingers crossed. Um, He's, he gets back to the way he was playing previously, but he, he wasn't at that level on Saturday, but he still had a decent game, I thought. Yeah, good stuff. Um, right, and just before we finish up this game then, mate, um, obviously we went 1-0 up with a big deflected goal, which was 100% meant. Um, what did you make of the celebrations for Riki or going to stand? <laughs> it's brilliant, mate. It went to him and every time she likes something done, done something good, the camera would go to Kyogo in the stand. It was brilliant, man. Um, but when Carter Vickers scored, he was dancing about like a fucking maddie. It was great. I, <laughs> uh, you know what? It'd be, it, it, that sort of um, personality is infectious. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's. I think he's going to be a great addition to have in the in the uh, dressing room and run about the other players because he just looks like the sort of guy that everybody likes. You know what I mean? I so, mean, how can you not? How can you not like him? You know what I mean? The sooner he gets back to uh, playing, the better. But uh, he's definitely going to be one of the sort of players that regardless of how long we have him for, he's always going to be remembered anyway. So, mm-hmm. fair play. I, I, I can't wait to see him back, man. So, Chris, Celtic v Ross County, let's go with your, your Celtic rated then. Celtic rated this week... Um, and you've you've got to go Carter Vickers this week, to be honest. Good sort of performance. Um, are you going to pick a pick a dafty for this one? Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not picking a dafty this week. 
because I can't remember anybody that played shite. <laughs> um, ask Scott, he might say a badder. Oh, I'll, I'll say Greg Taylor, because he rushed his cell back too early for the injury and done his cell again. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Chance for the Canios, the flag stayed down, it's got to be it is! So, we move on then from, from that game. We are recording just now. I mean, I've seen recording Tuesday. We're going to put this out tonight anyway, so it is Tuesday just now. Um, we have got our first group game on Thursday night. We are away to Real Betis. Um, mm. Just look at their result there, mate. They, they won 2 1 against Granada last night. Um, mm. They went 1 0 up. They pulled it back to 1 each, and then Betis scored in the 89th minute. Um, so, what's your, what's your thoughts ahead of this game? You know, I'm just looking at the table just now. They're, they're sitting ninth. Out of, out of 20 just now you know there's only four games played but um, we're kind of sitting mid-table just now what's your what's your thoughts going into this campaign um, but particularly this match I'd, I've said it and I'll say it again I'm not expecting anything Ryan um, European football is just a wee financial uh, plus for us this season I think um, so there's, I, I don't have any expectations I think we could be on the, the end of a couple of hidings to be honest with you in this group um, but this season needs to be it needs to be considered as a learning process uh, in Europe. Um, with regards to domestic, we should we should be trying to challenge on all fronts domestically. I think, but um, Europe's an aside for me this season, mate. But obviously, I want us to win. And although I'm saying I think we could be on the end of a few hidings, we're always capable of throwing out a, a upset, especially at Celtic Park in Europe. So. Um, or is it Parkers if you call it Parkers these days mate I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie see if you call it Parkers on this I will resign for this podcast right? <laughs> see if I, if I call it Parkers ever you've got your permission to kick me right in the teeth right, cool, right. That's no, I mean, one um, I, like I was saying there uh, we're capable of, of beating anybody at Celtic Park on our day we always have been so it's not it's not beyond the realms of possibility that we could get through the group but like I said, I'm not expecting anything in any any wins in Europe this season. It's just going to be a bonus for me. Obviously, looking at the the group we've got, mate, you know, we've got obviously Betis, we've got Leverkusen next time, we've got a double header against Ferenc Varos. Um, we know what happened with them last time. I reckon that was a bit of a blip for us back then. I, absolutely. absolutely. I, 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 think, I think we'll we'll deal with them. Although they're no mugs, you know, they're no mugs have done quite well. Last year, I mean, they qualified for the group stages of the Champions League last year, didn't they? they only got good... After after they beat us, I never paid attention to them. They were in that, that group of death with Barcelona in that last year. And then they, they almost beat Barcelona. <laughs> so almost. So I don't think I don't think they're mugs by No, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling they're no mugs. <laughs> um, but it, you see, when you're looking at it, um you should be looking at the Ferenc Faros games as six points. Well, actually what I was gonna say, mate, is that I'm looking at Alkmaar being a tougher challenge than both Ferenc Varos and probably Betis. Probably on par with Betis. But... No, Betis are, Betis are a better team than Alkmaar, mate. Do you think? Much better. Aye. I, I mate, Alkmaar are no mugs. You know, they, were, they were quite high in their, their league last couple of seasons. You know, I know. They, they, they were a decent team. I'm not having that, Ryan. <laughs> Betis are a better side than Alkmaar. Definitely. I'm... I like to um, but what like you need to look back at as well is we've had some decent results against German opposition um, recently. 
you know what I mean? We got a we got a good result against Leipzig. Um we we done well against Munch and Gladbach when when they were um when we faced them. You know, so there's again, I know I've used this phrase before, but it's not again it's not beyond the realms of a possibility that we could we could beat these teams at home, you know. So uh, looking at it, if 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 I manage again, I'm saying that I'm not expecting anything, but if I manage, I would be setting a target of twelve points, three mm-hmm. home wins, and a win against um, Ferencváros away from home. So um, you know, twelve points should see the team through, but you know, it all depends what Celtic turns up. Well, mate, I'm just going to delve some facts to you right now. Um, the last time Alkmaar played Betis. It was 2-1 to AZ Alkmaar. When was that? 2005. Oh, so just, uh, just a 16 year ago. Uh, you might be right then. Nah, just a you ago, might mate. be right then, mate. Never, never, mate, listen. Form. Did Rangers, form know the, did Rangers know when the treble in 2005? Uh, not that clue, mate. Not that clue. <laughs> I'm always joking. <laughs> in fact, that was 2005 was helicopter Sunday, was it not? Anyway, let's move on to that one then. Let's not talk about that. Again. <laughs> um, I listen, I'm I'm confident, you know. I, I'm, I mean, I'm always confident getting these games, and then probably five minutes in, it's when the crippling pain comes across me that I know that it's not going to happen once I've seen us start to play football. But well, think, it's like it's like Scotland going into an international competition. Aye, you, you go in with, with your heart set on we're going to win the whole thing and hmm. within five minutes of the first game you're like oh I just want this to be over <laughs> can, we, can we just call the tournament the just call it the um, aye so looking forward to that one on Thursday like I say we've just come back off of international duty so there's not a great deal to kind of talk about just now anyway but there is one kind of big bit of news from the weekend and that's that rugby lawwell is gone Dominic Mackay, Dominic Mackay has has left his position as chief executive Celtic um, for personal reasons. Immediate thought: What what were you thinking when you seen that? What was your initial thought when that came through? <laughs> it's my it was my cousin's wee boy that told me, and I I was like, ah, aye right, straight <laughs> away. Do you know what I mean? Aye right. And then the official word came out later on, and. I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't know what to think because he wasn't here long enough for me to form an opinion on him. You know what I mean? So I just hope it doesn't. I, I would like. I really would like to know the real, the real reasons behind that because you can't really comment on it. If it has been personal issues, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe there's an illness or something. Like that, you know what I mean? Fair enough. Let the let the guy go. Yeah. Goes with a blessing. Hope everything's all right for him. But see if it's underhandedness or he maybe feels that he can't work with the board or something like that. You know, it's that's worrying, mate. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's worrying going forward, especially when he came with such a high reputation of being a forward-thinking modern guy. You know, it's uh, for us to lose somebody with that reputation through fault of our own would be... It would be unforgivable, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm really curious if it's what's happened there because, um, like you say, there, uh, you know, if it's an illness or something like that, and he's had to leave, and, and fingers crossed, it's not, um, the reason why. But I also think of that situation and go, you can get time off. You know, you can get time off work for it. You know, that to me, this screams a bigger issue. I think I'm 
I'm looking at this as a personal issue that he can't deal with this board, and um, like you've just suggested there. And if that is the case, and that is confirmed to be the case at some point, which I don't know if they will ever confirm it, um, but if it ever does come out, that is, it's it's embarrassing, but it's also predictable. I you know Lawwell had this for need, years. We just need to wait for his book, don't we? That's aye, that's the thing. You know, he, Lawwell for years was the was the main guy there. There was loads of stuff about him. Penny pinching and doing things for himself, you know, hire managers that are yes men, etc. Like that was always a big issue that people had with Lawwell. He went, somebody else came in, and I wonder if he's tried to implement things in there and they went, Whoa, that's not how we do things here. You know, we we take our two million pound bonuses and, and that's the end of it. <laughs> do you know, like that's if that is the case, then we've got a massive, massive issue, I think. Unless the Unless he's wanted to back Ange and he's meant to the board and they've said, no, listen, this is how we run the club financially. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to see us going into mega debt to to put a team on the field right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I already, you can, you can speculate to accumulate and I understand that method as well. But when you look at our transfer policy over the past few years, we've had a lot more misses and hits. Right. Um, we can't we can't just say and the guy Ange money goes out and buys a striker at 10 million quid and he ends up with a big caddy. You know what I mean? And there's no resale value or anything like that. That's a huge amount of money a club with Celtic. Yeah. So I could understand if that was the reason and they've just amicably came to terms and said, right, listen, uh we're maybe not a great fit for each other like we thought we were. Time to move on, mm-hmm. right? Which would be understandable, but the fact that it, who's this guy that's came in? Is this just another guy off the board? I think I think it's a guy for the board. I think it's somebody. So, yeah, that's what's, that's what's worrying. Aye, they've not they've not went outside the box kind of thing. They've and I think time will tell on this one, Ryan. Aye, I I don't think it's one that we're going to we're going to know the answers for for a while. I think it's it's going to whatever's happened is going to kind of come to the fore. You're going to see the evidence afterwards and then come to a conclusion. I think on that sense, you know, he has only just left. You know, the weekend there's been no word since this other guy's come in off the board to kind of steady. Do you know? Do you know when he'll tell us? January will tell us. Aye. Transfer, uh, transfer window. That's when it'll. That's when we'll find out. Or when Peter um, Lawwell comes back in and of the shit. Or, or worse, Neil Lennon comes in. Martin O'Neill. Just a... by the way, Gordon Strachan. Well, to be fair, that's what I was thinking. I wonder if there's anything in the the, the Strachan partnership. Well, him. do you remember when he was asked flat out? About Gordon Strachan, she's not Gordon Strachan's not in, uh, not going to be coming to Celtic. Remember, mm-hmm. right? That's what Dominic Mackay said. And a couple of weeks later, Strachan's in at Celtic. Mate, that could have something to do with it. Oh, I don't know, mate. There's far too many. There's far too many things happening just now today. Ah, but anyway, we won in Saturday. So we, we, aye, we did. Fuck it. We, we won. We won three now, and we move on. On for McStay. So that's it, short and sweet for Celtic Daft this week. Um, we'll be back next Tuesday with a 
look back at the Betis game. Hopefully we've won by this time next week. Um, and also, who have we got at the, at the weekend? We have got Livingston away. Livingston away. Tough one. Tough one to the Tony Macaroni on Sunday. So we'll see how them games both go. And we'll be back here next week. Remember, if you are listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and subscribe. Um, Spotify as well. Do the same. Just give us a wee like on that as well. Um, Chris, thank you very yes. much, mate. You're welcome. I'm away to get my dinner and watch Wentworth. Nice. I have no watch Wentworth, but mate, if you watch Vigil. No, but I'll watch that if you watch Wentworth. Right, deal. Okay, sorry. Okay. Right, Chris, hail, hail, mate. Hail, hail. Audio Frontier.